If you'd like to contact the show, send us an email at liveonfourlegspodcast at gmail.com or get involved in the conversation on social media. Join the Pearl Jam Podcast community group on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Live on Four Legs Pod. We got some new songs for you. It's been, it, it's, 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 it's about fucking time. We got some new songs for you. And away we go. You're listening to Live on Four Legs, the live Pearl Jam podcast experience featuring Mr. Stone Gossip. Fucking camera in the truck. Welcome to Live on Four Legs, the definitive live Pearl Jam podcast. Again, this week, you may not be used to hearing my voice this early in the show. I am John Farrar. Uh, Randy Sobel is still on uh, paternity leave. Um, he and his wife and child are doing great. Uh, again, thanks, everyone, for all the, uh, the well wishes and the congratulations. Um, I'm sure he'll be, he'll be back before too long, and uh, we'll get an update from him. But in the meantime, uh, you're here with me again, and... Uh, last week, uh, I was so uh, thankful to have Brandon from the Better Band Podcast on. Hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Uh, this week, I've got another co-host, and this one's actually we're going back to the uh, back to the early days of Live on Four Legs. We are uh, we're happy to welcome Mr. Matt Helbig to the show. How you doing today? I'm doing well. Very happy to to fill in for Randy, who, uh, as most of you know, I've known since second grade. So I I couldn't yeah. be more happy for for them over there having their their beautiful baby and uh uh I, I would like to i'd like to meet the baby soon too so <laughs> i think we're, we uh, i'm gonna try to to not call you uncle matt from yeah right. for the uh for the duration of this we'll see how it goes i mean it's um, totally yeah. fine i i i uh i love that that's i i've been an uncle for uh for about seven or eight years three times over so a, oh, a fourth right it's it's i'm I, I welcome it totally fine excellent excellent <laughs> Um, so the uh, the show that we're doing today is uh, it's kind of an interesting one. It was a uh, request from uh, one of our patrons, uh, Chris Davis, and we are going to be doing Pittsburgh 2013. And I believe this was this was Chris's first show, and uh, we're going to get to him in just a second. Um, but first off, you know, let, let's talk about this a little bit because this was kind of the beginning of the lightning bolt era like this is the first show coming off of the wrigley show in 2013 which was obviously you know very important very iconic for a lot of different reasons and and here we are starting this tour in pittsburgh what what, what did you come into this show thinking exactly that the it's the kickoff you know it's gonna be uh uh i guess i i don't want to say kinks will get worked out uh set wise but i, I kind of I kind of saw that happening here a little bit where, you know, th- some things may be a little strange. Some things are pretty cool. Um, 
but they're they're super fresh uh they're super tight uh it's a great sounding show um but yeah it's uh full of live debuts too which is always fun Absolutely. of course of course now in 2021 it's like not really that exciting when you get like a sirens live debut because you know it's it's not like a a super rare one or or one that you chase or anything like that uh, some people do but uh uh, you know, it, it's cool to go back and, and see them say, oh, you know, this is this is our first time or something like that. You, you know, even if it's just a song like Sirens, it's still pretty cool to hear hear that first one. And in, in such good quality, too. We're very lucky to have that as well. So, yeah, a lot of a lot of things like that. There's a lot of that here, because like you said, it's it's the first it's the first show. It's the first one they're out on. And uh, so, yeah, yeah, we got a, we got some we got some talking points. We could discuss how we feel about their first performances of these songs that. You know, we haven't really been around that long, but it's it's still fun to talk about. Yeah, and it's interesting because, you know, last week we did the Seattle 98, and that was a tour leg closer. And here we're, we're back with a, a tour leg opener, so it's going to be a lot of different right. uh, different things to talk about. But, yeah, we've got a lot of debuts. We've also got the last performance of a song to date that we'll talk about as well once we get into it. So, yeah, mm. that's going to be interesting. But before we get into the show, I do want to take a moment here. Let's let's hear from our uh, patron, Chris, and uh, let's hear him talk about the show a little bit and his experience. Oh, it was, it was uh, I got I got the seats through the 10 Club because they had the lottery at that time, and I signed up for Buffalo and Pittsburgh and I don't remember the other city that I signed up for, um, but I wind up get, I got tickets to the, the Pittsburgh show, and uh, I wasn't in the GA section. I was there was kind of like I was on the floor, but it was seated, and okay. we were about half I don't know a third of the way back, maybe halfway back. But it was so cool because it was like I listened to these guys, and it was. Everything was 3D then, you know, it was like, this is awesome. So, so what was it like? Like, what do you, are there certain things from that show that you remember or any moments that stand out? Uh, I remember like before the show, everybody was kind of like, we were on like joking around what the opener was going to be. Uh, one guy said it was going to be released. Another guy had said it was going to be, um, I don't know, of the girl actually, be honest with you. <laughs> Oh wow, they they did play I, that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I picked uh Long Road and uh but when they, they opened it up it was like pendulum and we we'd never heard that song before. So it yeah. was cool. And then Yeah, uh, you got a lot of a lot of lightning bolt debuts at that show. Yeah, and I and I went to the Buffalo show the next night, so I I, I basically heard Pretty much the whole Lightning Bolt album between those two shows, except yeah. for the song Sleeping by Myself. That's right. That's right. So, so what was your what was going through your head when you when you finally got to see them? What what was that experience like? Oh, uh, it was uh, it was was something I'd been waiting for for a long time. I'd started following the band like seriously, like I am now. Around '09, I'd listened to them, you know, growing up. I just, it was like around the Backspacer, um, when Backspacer came out, I just kind of, I, I just kind of got spunk into them and, and just, you know, I was like a dog to a bone. So. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And I was supposed to see him in Cleveland. That's, I, I live, I live in Cleveland and I was supposed okay. to see him in, uh, 
2010. But the date, it happened to be on Mother's Day, and I wasn't allowed to go. So. Oh, no. <laughs> that's, that's how it goes. So yeah. uh, what was it? What was the atmosphere like inside the the venue in Pittsburgh? Was there like a, was it, was it like, because the crowd from that show sounds awesome. Do you remember like uh, what, yeah, what it was kind of like, like hearing everybody sing along to some of like some great sing-alongs on like Better Man, Nothing yeah. Man, Small Town? Yeah. Yeah, everybody was kind of everybody was really pumped up, you know. It was it was a, it was the first night of the the tour, so everybody was really looking forward to uh, the show starting, and uh, there was a lot of energy in the in the room that night. And thanks to Chris for that story. Where uh, I'm sure we'll talk about a lot of that stuff as we go along, but uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get right into it. So we're. We're getting, uh, you know, 2013, we're kicking it off here, and it, it seems kind of, it doesn't seem like it stands out very much, getting getting Pendulum to open a 2013 show, but like I said, this is the debut. like it's already there like mike's already using the bow to play ed's already into it stone's doing a shuffle what did you think of this as a debut uh yeah my my uh my one note on this was uh, you know I, I remember what i wanted to say but i didn't want to forget this and that it was stone was feeling every note that he oh, played yeah. he was so into this and yeah oh, oh no this is uh, you play this and you say this is a this is a tour debut um this sounds like it's been around forever and uh uh you kind of get the sense uh, from from the tracks in the video where, you know, that intro comes into it and people are like, "Oh, like this is this is going to be their opener now." I didn't expect this, and it's it's amazing. You know, I I, I could see people uh, being taken by surprise by it because it's so ominous in the beginning and and such a different kind of take for an opener, uh, and it's fantastic. And and you could, I, it's like you see the birth of this and why it stuck you know because it was so it was so perfect and it worked so well and maybe they took a risk with it maybe they kind of you know rolled the dice with it and, and thank god they did because it's it's unbelievable and i love it when they do it yeah it, it doesn't seem like it would fit anywhere else like you can't just throw this in between you know two random ones in the middle of the set it's Exa- such a, exactly it's such a moody kind of kind of song that it almost needs to be separated from yeah. from things a little bit like it needs to open an encore or open a show or, right right 
Yeah, it would and, be interesting to even like close in it an encore or something. It, not not close the show, but like kind of yeah, like indifference, kind of like a moody way. To I agree. Close things out. I agree. Yeah, and you know maybe they were running this in, in rehearsals and stuff, and they said, well, you know, we want to do this, and uh, I think uh, I think we kind of screwed ourselves. There's one spot for it, and and it's going to be the opener. And they did it, and and it's I mean it's a favorite of mine. I know you love it, so. Um, I, I do. It's 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 one of the ones on on Lightning Bolt that I think has aged better than some of the other ones on there. Yeah, and especially live, especially live. Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting too because like they they originally you know it was written around the backspacer time, hmm. and I think it would have been it would have made that album so much more different and so much more interesting if something like this had been on there. But it just didn't fit the mood. But yeah, I'm, I'm glad they they kept it around for Lightning Bolt because yeah, it's just. It's so different. I think it almost kind of like set the stage for a lot of the stuff you hear on Gigaton, like a lot of the soundscapes and like yep. different atmospheric things that, that you you get a lot on Gigaton. I think a lot of that goes back to Pendulum. So after Pendulum, we get a little section here, and you would think, you know, being the first night of tour, you're gonna get, you know, you're gonna get pretty standard set list. Like you're not gonna get anything, you know, super rare broken out. But here we are with uh, with of the girl starting off this little set. You get of the girl, nothing man, and small town here. And I thought of the girl was great following up pendulum. I think that's a really good one-two punch to to start a show. Yeah, the transition here was perfect, perfect. And uh, you know, uh, we'll take of the girl anywhere, but uh, the transition was fantastic. The uh, the stage looked really cool at this point too. You know, the the like the kind of yellow orange lights come up, and it's like it's such a different mood from the song before and. And uh, 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 they sound fantastic on it. It's a it's a great version, and uh, you could tell they're 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 ready to go here. Yeah, Mike kind of goes off the script a little bit on the solo. He kind of like just lets it rip. solo it's in the modern times it's kind of become a, a really good highlight and the crowd's going along with it yeah um but he's got a couple he's got a couple rippers on this one too that i oh noticed yeah. that were oh yeah. you know not out of character but definitely um uh, uh like a, a moment maker for for a few a few times in this in this show yeah and the, the crowd too again the crowd starts clapping into of the girl yeah and the crowd is is unbelievable at this show absolutely and in nothing man ed just gives it to them and says here take it Yeah. 
I thought too it was it was interesting that Nothing Man shows up here because I was listening and you know Nothing Man has that line you know caught a bolt of lightning. I thought that might have been thrown in on purpose to like hey lightning bolt tour caught a bolt of lightning let's make sure that one gets played i wonder if that was a little sly nod to the to the album there but then yeah yeah great moment in nothing man when ed throws it to the crowd and then small town you get the big big sing-along that that you're getting everybody into it very very good yeah yeah you know i was i was kind of uh this is so the one issue that i had with this show which isn't even it's not even that bad because we'll, we'll we'll get to it at the end but um uh, this is where it kind of started to get weird for me with with placement and uh, nothing, man. Of course, I've I've said it before. You could give that to me anywhere. I don't care where it is. Just give me. You could you could do nothing, man. Like right in the middle of a of a of a stoner rock set, and I'm gonna Agreed. I'm gonna love it. You know. Yeah. And uh, I thought Matt's uh, vocals. Uh, by the way, I'm going to be talking about Cameron a lot on this. I I loved Cameron at this show. Um, his vocals sound fantastic on this. Um. And then, yeah, with with elderly woman, I, like I feel like it's a good placement because uh, the crowd makes it such a moment here. Um, it's such a big, it's such a big uh, uh, point of the show. But it's like it, it was the nothing man, elderly woman after of the girl. I think I wanted it to just uh, ramp up a little bit more than it did. Um, the elderly woman, though, the um, the moment saved it for me. That that really kind of kind of brought it all together. Um, but I felt like kind of halfway through Elderly Woman after Nothing Man, I was like simply listening to Elderly Woman just to get through Elderly Woman. Like I, I, hmm. I, I was trying to like figure out if that crowd moment was wasted so early on here. Um, but I, I'd like to think no, because the crowd, I'm sure if I was there, I'd be like, absolutely not. It was it was perfect. You know, that that's what I'm reading from them. So this was just coming from like a listener standpoint. And uh uh, yeah, that's re- that's really all I had on it because you know everything else is everything else is spot on. Yeah, I think Small Town was put there as kind of like, oh, you know, after of the girl and nothing man, you know, we need something that that's going to be a big crowd moment because those are not like kind of crowd favorite songs; they're a little more obscure. But yeah. nothing man, I think I think they're wrong in that. I think nothing man is people love that song. I think it's one of oh, the most yeah. underrated songs that they have. It like I said, it turns into a big sing along when Ed lets the crowd sing, and I think that's fantastic. They should yep. they should play it every show. Yes. And speaking of small town, I think it's it's kind of interesting too because no corduroy at this show. This seems like it would be the perfect spot for to throw in like a corduroy to get everything uh, amped up, but no yeah. corduroy here. Yeah, yeah. We get something else, which I'm not a huge fan of, but uh. <laughs> yeah. So Ed Ed comes on after and makes a toast. Thanks for being here on the first night of our tour. And I'm so happy to be able to say it's great to be in the city of champions. We got, we got some new songs for you. It's been, it was, it's, it's, it's about fucking time. We got some new songs. And it's been, I don't know how, but it, it's, it's seven years since we played in Pittsburgh. So it's about fucking time we got back to Pittsburgh as well. And uh, for those of you who don't like the person with the microphone to, to uh, cuss all the time, I'm, I'm sorry about that. I, I, I've already fucked up. Sorry. 
but we did invest in an extra large bottle of wine for this evening. And uh, again, it sure is nice to see all of you here from the back to the front. Uh, thanks for making it. This one's called Lightning Bolt. And that leads us into uh, Lightning Bolt, the song, not the debut. This is actually the second time they played it. And a little section here, the, the Lightning Bolt, uh, Mind Your Manners uh, combo that we would come to know and love. Right, right. Uh, I, I'm not, I, I never really, li- I never liked the song Lightning Bolt. Um, but this is like, this is a really good version. I'll, I'll say that. It, the, it is. Um, it really picks up that bit, the, the slower build after, after uh, Small Town. Uh, the slower build of Lightning Bolt, which I usually don't really, that's the part I don't really like. I don't really like that part or, or the chorus because it just, it kind of takes a while uh, to get there. And But this is this is kind of using that um, properly where you could really build that up. Uh, the tempo is perfect. Uh, this is another one where I thought Mike's solo here was really good. Uh, well, it's interesting because Stone starts with the lead Yes, and then and then passes it to Mike like seamlessly. Mike just kind of it kind of transitions over to Mike, and it sounds yeah, it sounds really good. I like this yeah. version. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I wrote down I didn't really want to um, I didn't want to critique like the placement of this song too much. Uh, listening back on it from twenty twenty one, that, that's you know? not your style, right? No, no, not at all. <laughs> but I, I didn't I didn't want to do it you know as a twenty twenty one listener. You know, I wanted to keep as open of a mind as a two thousand thirteen you know showgoer, where this song. The transition's really good here, and the performance is fantastic, um, especially for a new song. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't like the song, but I, I do, I love the performance. Um, I just don't know if this, like, uh, the placement still is still, it's still kind of a little shaky for me, but... Hmm. Um, yeah, this this would kind of be the spot. Like it would. You after, it's either it either comes here or it comes after the the little punk rock section. That lightning bolt, mind your manners, is kind of like the transitionary point into kind of the middle of the set. But I want to talk about you know this version a little bit because for a relatively simple kind of straightforward verse chorus verse chorus bridge song, there's a lot going on in this song. It's it, it's kind of like organized chaos a little bit. It's kind of deceptively sneaky a really good song i think it's it's become a lot like pendulum it's become one of the better live songs on this record like what do you what do you think about that being like coming from a musician point of view does it sound like there's like a lot of stuff going on on this it feels like it's a little more complex than people give it credit for and you're we're we're, we're talking about lightning bolt right yes uh yeah no i i definitely agree i mean uh, cameron's got to keep uh, a, a perfect tempo in the beginning there which he's fantastic at um, that builds that I'm talking about. It's it's uh, you know if you if you drop that tempo all of a sudden you're you're gonna notice it right away. Uh, if you speed it up, if you slow it down, uh, it's gonna sound like shit. And he doesn't do that here. He never does that. Uh, it's it's always perfectly kept. Um, it's never too fast. It's never too slow. Eddie keeps up with it. You know with that with the drum part. Um, I, I I guess I I always thought it wasn't that catchy. But you're right. There is a lot of stuff going on. It's it's. Uh, you know, when you watch Ed, you know, playing this and singing it at the same time, like he's power cording all up and down the neck, like the whole time in the choruses, like he's doing a lot of work in this song. So uh, they didn't make, you know, it's a single, it's the title track, but they didn't make it easy for themselves on the song and they kept sure. it around forever. So 
No, yeah, no, no. There, there's a lot going on there, right? and there's a lot of Pearl Jam songs where it's like, oh yeah, like those guys that did Even Flow, but like even Even Flow has a lot going on. Like they, they're really good at that, and they're really good at um, they're really good at making singles and making uh, like arena rock hits and songs that stay around for a long time that aren't your just basic four chord progression. You know, there's I, I think that's always Stone, something like, in there. Give oh. Stone all the credit because he's so good at those subtle little rhythms I, 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 yeah you always picture yeah. Stone like when they're writing a song like he's just in the corner like plotting you know right, <laughs> right. what's he gonna do um, he's like oh I'm gonna fuck this one up yeah. I'm gonna fuck this up yeah. <laughs> um, we should mention Mind Your Manners too it's interesting like right when it starts someone yells out the title very loudly Mind Your Manners I wasn't sure if it was Ed or I someone yeah, else I couldn't tell I couldn't uh, tell Cause, but cause, also a, a really good early version, only the third version. So yeah, just straightforward, you know, rock rock and roll, you know, Dead Kennedy style. Yeah, uh, and yeah. I I love this version again. Cameron, uh, his drums are so tight. He sa- he sounds like it sounds like a recording that his drums are so unbelievably tight, and they sound they're mixed uh, so well too. They're really punchy, um, and I, I I normally disagree with you guys on this song when I when I listen I say. Um, and a lot of people do agree with you where, you know, they say, I, you know, maybe mind your manners doesn't really have a place and it's tough to place it. And it's always kind of weird when it comes up. And I always said, absolutely not. Give me mind your manners. It's a quick burn. You get it over with who cares where it's put. Um, yeah, but it's like, it, it's like less than two minutes. Sometimes it, it barely sounds, breaks two minutes. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes. Um, but you know what, even though it's like appropriate here, uh, it almost felt like it was too soon. Like it was, it was like, you know, huh. light, lightning bolt and mind your manners on paper. It makes perfect sense. And I listened to it twice through, and I'm like, you know, I think they could have maybe switched this a little bit and done mind your manners somewhere else. So I actually agree with you on your original point on this one. Where and now it doesn't seem like you mind it in this place at all. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we did, with it being this early, they were. I think they knew that these two songs worked well together. Yeah. And then you would, I didn't pull up the stats, but probably at least 75% of the time in this tour, you were getting them back to back like this. Right. And I think, yeah, they, I don't think they, like you said, I don't think they knew what to do with mind your manners on its own and just putting it with this one kind of gives it a little, gives a little anchor, you know, it can kind of anchor to lightning bolt and okay, these two are kind of together. Yeah, especially since it was a single, but it's it's yeah. pretty it's pretty different, um, you know, from from other songs on the album that are going to stick around and be around for the long run. So, you know, when you get songs that are um, similar like that that work well together or work well in the set with your, you know, with twenty eight, twenty nine, thirty other songs, and then you have your single "Mind Your Manners" that was like written. Uh, with this idea in mind of saying, you know, let's just fucking go crazy with this one. It's like, well, what do we do with it now? You know, but I, you know, I like that. I like that little, that little change of pace where you could burn through a a single in two minutes and you know, it's just like, uh, it's just crazy on stage. But yeah, I, I, you know, I don't think uh, lightning bolt and minor manners have to be together. I get it. You know, I understand why, why they would do it. Um, and, and why they do do it. But, uh, yeah, it, it threw me off a little bit, but it, it was such an amazing version. Such an amazing version. Everything so far has been a ten, uh, uh, performance-wise. 
Wow. Okay. Yeah, we'll have to see when the uh, when the shows come back what what are going to be the two songs from Gigaton or they're going to be like this, the two that are going to be kind of paired together up in the shows. I wonder if that's something that they're going to keep doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and also like what as as the shows go on, um, you know, depending on how far ahead they think of set lists and you know what they plan on throwing in every night. Like, okay, well. You know, everything's going to be different all the time, but, like, we're going to plan on these, like, six all the time for the whole tour. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if maybe things don't work as well and maybe if things start getting replaced and halfway through you're like, hey, where'd that song go? Like, it seemed mm-hmm. like it was going to be on the whole time. And yeah. uh, and, and I, I don't I don't want that to happen because I absolutely adore Gigaton, but, you know, there are some songs on there where it's like, uh, is this going to work? And I'm very excited to see. And I, I hope they all work because I, I love them all so much, but... Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Um, so yeah, mind your manners leads us into a little bit of uh, the punk rock mini punk rock section here, which is kind of late for for the show. We get into Animal, got some, and then we uh, we build it up a little bit with Given to Fly, and here we got the uh, the crowd getting back into it a little bit on these. What'd you think? Yeah. Uh, also, just three uh, perfect performances here, uh, but this is this is again where the where the setlist placement is getting me a little strange, and I wrote in my notes that. Um, you know, it sound it sounds unbelievable, but um, you know, say you don't change the beginning, uh, the the slower burn there, and you have this you have this wonderful moment with uh, with Small Town, and everyone was really pumped. Um, I think I think it would have worked a lot better for me if Eddie didn't address the crowd after Small Town, and if they played this animal there, I think I would have been a lot hmm. happier. Um, okay. Yeah, it just it kind of it this this one stuck out like a sore thumb to me. I thought this was this was strange, um, and and same with got some. Like I just can't put my finger on these placements. Um, you know, everyone's loving it. Uh, you know, and I I always like got some live. Uh, you know, uh, I've kind of grown out of it, but I still like it. But um, it's you know, a fun the, song. Yeah, it, it's it's fun. Into it, clapping. Oh, the, the crowd on the floor in the pit there are like they're like grabbing for the stage during got some like they they wanted this you know they 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 got some for sure because they they apparently were were, were keyed up for this because you know i guess you know they hadn't seen it live you know and um yeah and ed acknowledges them too he point he he points Uh out oh yeah yeah for sure um so yeah yeah this was like this was weird i feel like you know i feel like maybe got some could have been maybe maybe where lightning bolt is like if you do animal got some instead of lightning bolt mind your manners earlier on you know uh mm-hmm. i feel like lightning bolt should have been saved a little bit um you know but yeah, that's you gotta think too with these with these early songs the lightning bolt songs they're still and we we go through this a lot when we go through these early right kind of tours on these albums like they're trying to figure this out like on the fly because they don't know how these songs are going to translate live yeah they're, they're still figuring it out like yeah, you you. They're like, hey, if we stick lightning bolt and mind your manners in here, it might work. It might not work. And you know, and as the tours go on, uh, you know, you kind of things kind of fall into place a little bit. And they're right. they're so good at, at recognizing that and and reading the reactions of the crowds and seeing what's going to happen and and moving things around to get the perfect balance. But yeah, the, yeah, we're not quite there at this one. So, yeah, and and as, as we know, like you know, they're they're a band that they'll they'll go into rehearsals, but. They're not a band where, you know, Cameron has the set list written down on his snare drum and they do the same thing, you know, minus a few changes, you know, here and there each night. You know, you, you go see some of your favorite bands from when you were younger and 
and you're you're guaranteed to pretty much get the exact same set with maybe maybe a slight change in one or two songs for the entire tour because they go in and they rehearse the tour they rehearse their set list for a year-long tour down to the banter and everything that's not pearl jam you know that's what that's what incubus does now but pearl jam does not do that so yeah, like I, I throwing some shade on Incubus. I like it. Listen, Fuck you, Incubus. I love Incubus, and I think they're still fantastic <laughs> live. But you know, it's not someone you're going to go follow because you know you're not getting that much of a change night to night. Yeah, you can see him um, once a tour, and you you've seen it. Which which is what I do, and then you're you're good to go. Uh, so so yeah, it's like um, we. It's a weird set. It's a weird set one. I will say. Um, but you know, it's interesting to see the, see see it evolve. And listen, I'm not going to fault them for being like every night's different. We we don't we're not gonna we're not gonna rehearse a tour like because that's lame, you know. So, uh, slight. It's just a small critique. It didn't ruin the show. It was just it was a strange listen, you know. Uh, it was it was a bit yeah. of a journey. <laughs> well, here's uh here's a little section that I think you're gonna really like. We get a little yield mini set here. Yes. The yes. The starting with Given to Fly, leading into Untitled MFC and Faithful. And I wrote I thought this was a fantastic Given to Fly. This is this is great. I wrote on Given to Fly, I said this is almost like a return to normalcy here, like feel wise, uh, flow wise. It's kinda like a set uh, refresh. And it's just an absolutely solid version. It's not too fast. Um, Cameron is and we mentioned uh, Sorry, we mentioned no corduroy. There's no even flow here. This would normally be the even flow spot. Just blazed right over it, here. right? Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't even notice that at first because of this kind of strange order to this set. I'm like, it wasn't until yesterday I was looking through it. I was just going through my notes again. And I was like, oh, uh, I'm missing something here, you know? Uh, but yeah, Cameron's perfect on this. He's driving this given to fly forward strong, but he's keeping an excellent tempo, excellent pace. Uh, and Stone's feeling this one. He's doing his like backwards jumps and his shuffles on this one too. That really awkward kind of stiff leg, kind of backwards shuffle he does. Oh yeah, oh, fantastic, yeah. fantastic. Yeah, because you know why? Because the the tempo and the pace and the feel and just like the the, the fullness of the song, uh, it looked like it got to him, and it, it would have gotten to me too. It it it, it induced that. Uh, that energy in, in, in him, and it, it was great. I loved it's it. Got this, that, this is it's a got that really soaring, triumphant kind of feel to it.
I'm telling you, it's all about Cameron's pace on this. Yeah. And, and for, for a lot of these songs, it's about how well Matt is playing the show. And Ed even goes to the back to sing the second verse. Like you kind of get a little hint of, of what would be what would be to come when they would start playing, you know, start turning around to the back to play a song to, to right. start out the encore, to start out the second encore. Yep. He's back he's back there giving a nod to those people. So yeah, very cool. And then this untitled MFC also really good. I thought I thought this untitled had a little bit of kind of a Springsteen feel to it. He does say He does 21, mention the boss too. He does say 21 minutes, which is an homage to uh, Roberto Clemente uh, for the uh, for the Pearl Jam numerologist out there. Anytime you get a 21 in Pittsburgh, that's going to be a Roberto Clemente yep. reference. And uh, yeah, I thought uh, MFC and Faithful very very good. You know that sometimes I talk about you know how the surge you can feel when kind of everyone in the band is pushing, and there's a really good surge in Faithful as well. I thought that was these are all excellent performances. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm really glad you said that. Uh, just to really quick on Untitled MSC, I, I, I said the uh, the transition out of Given a Fly was was flawless too. That needs to be done more. And um, the vibe here really took a change for me, where I'm really feeling this now. Um, I loved the very subdued na nas uh, in the beginning, and then the full out na 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 nas. Always happy to have in, in MFC. Uh, in in the, MFC. Uh, yep. Okay. Always yeah. happy to have. I was afraid when he did it nice and light the first time that that was all we were going to get. But uh, just listen that, through. That's funny because Brandon mentioned that last week too. We had <laughs> MFC last week and we talked. So that's that's becoming a recurring thing. On oh this. yeah, that's funny. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to be uh, on my drive today. I, I saved uh, I saved last week's episode. It, today's Sunday. We're recording this. I saved right. I saved Wednesdays for today because I knew I was going to have a little bit of a drive and and uh, you know it's good to listen to. So. Um, uh, yeah, so for Faithful, I was this was never a favorite of mine. Um, it always it was just a little dry for me live, and I always thought maybe something better could have gone in. Uh, but this version gets it gets going, and it gets going really quick. And you said there was like this drive behind it, and the pre-chorus and, cur- and chorus on on this version is is I think better than than any one that I've heard. It, it it's so good. like a, a faithful lover uh but if i got this version 
uh, yeah, I, I think that would, I think that would happen because the the intros and the verses I always kind of found just uninteresting. Um, hmm. But but this this version is like woken up, you know. I I loved it, and uh, yeah. I think I think Randy might listen back and be like, I I, I wish I was on this episode. Like <laughs> Matt loves everything on this episode. Yeah, like uh, we had kind of built. I was you know we were kind of building this up because you and I are very different kind of have different kind of Pearl Jam fans. Like we have differing opinions on a lot of things uh, regarding this band. So we were we were kind of thinking we would build this up as like, oh, the big like. The, the big rivalry like, yeah. we we're gonna do like a tail of the tape and like you know it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be coming to blows and all stuff but i think we're we're agreeing on a lot of this stuff yeah yeah there's some things that i do disagree on but uh on this show but it's not going to be performance I'll, I'll i'll leave it at that for now performance is perfect uh we have another debut here ed comes on and talks about uh there was a there was a tragic accident, and I was I looked a little bit. I wasn't able to find anything. Evidently, there was someone who had worked in radio uh, locally yeah. who had interviewed him on a bridge one time, and he had he had recently passed away, which uh, which leads us into the debut of Sirens, and again, the Ed's got the twenty one on the acoustic guitar. Boom's wearing the twenty one shirt tonight, so a lot of yep. uh, a lot of Clemente Pittsburgh references there, and. I thought uh, this was really Ed was really feeling this version of Sirens. He was really into it. I don't know if it was because of the dedication and and what he talked about, but I thought he was he was really strong on this. Ed was so good on this. This is the, Sirens. I don't care where it is. Um, I wouldn't really say it's like a chameleon of a song, but I'll take it here for sure. And uh, this version is my favorite kind. It's like that smooth and light, um, but it's really tight. And it really picks up, but when it picks up, it still it stays smooth. You know, it stays clean, it stays buttery, it stays kind of in that pocket. And um, you know, uh, perfect drumming here. Um, and uh, uh, you know, you know the 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 lyrics and the way Eddie sings along to like the rhythm in this song is important, and and it really brings it home on this one. And um, you know, what's really funny that I noticed, and I always kind of forget, and it always kind of takes me back, is that. Uh, it's funny seeing um, Mike on the acoustic in the beginning, you know, um, mm-hmm. but the but the transition where, you know, you know, Mike takes the 12 string off. He gets the Gretsch for the solo, which was a fantastic solo here. Also, super clean. Um, and then Ed gets the 12 string uh, uh, for the outro. That transition here was unnoticeable. It was absolutely perfect. Um, yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic performance. Yeah, I remember when the when the song came out because there was the video and you see the guitar switch in the video. So I think that was a right. big thing that people were looking I, oh, for. Like, you're how right. are they going to yeah. do that? Like, is he is they going to switch guitars mid song? And they do. They do, like, and it's, and it's sh- again shout out to the techs who make that happen. <laughs> like, they are on the ball. Yeah, it is. It's it's seamless. It's flawless. It was it was great. And and again, it was like seeing it for the first time in the video. I was like, oh yeah, like oh that was so good. <laughs> like yeah, there was no yeah. like misstep. There was no like you know, quarter inch cable getting plugged in and popping. There was no little strum to make sure everything was going right into it. Perfect. Yep. Yep. Really good version of sirens here. Um, now we, we've talked about a lot of debuts and I, I mentioned it earlier when the, in the intro, this is uh, unemployable here. And this is the last performance of unemployable that they have played to date. Something about this made it the, they have not gone back to it since this show. It's a song that I love, of course. Um, a song again it's played very well here you and your avocado songs I, of course like i just can't you know i, I don't want to say anything about it but 
I don't know if they were turned off for the reason I was turned off. It's it's really just not interesting in this set. I don't feel like it added anything to the set. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I hope they weren't like, this isn't going to add anything to any set ever because I don't want to not hear it anymore. But, um, you know, it, it kind of takes a little while for this song to get into like, like the catchy meat of, of the song. Um, and it's kind of short-lived and then it comes back and... You know, okay. See if you agree with me on this one. Um, the you know the the backup with the O's and, and and stuff like that in the song. It always reminded me of something that could have come off of like the uh, the original like Dumb and Dumber soundtrack with like a lot of presidents of the United States of America. Like this song is so mm. like mid nineties to me. Like kind of an so, alternative, like, like an alternative, like a Gin yeah. Blossoms type thing. Lemonheads, Lemonheads, and yeah. it's so funny because I was when I was young. You know, there were so many of those good songs from those really good kind of alternative oh, like 90s like bands. The, the Toadies and Toadie. the Refreshments. Yeah, they were, you know, they were all on that uh, on yeah. that Dumb and Dumber oh, soundtrack. Okay. And and um, Randy and I would listen to that because it was it, it was really good songs, alternative stuff. This now would, you're going to send me down a rabbit hole like Della Mitri, Fastball. Fastball, you're going to love it. But uh, yeah. uh, it was, uh, I always thought that that could just be put on to an album like that and no one would know the difference you know <laughs> yeah i mean so, it's 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 such an obvious springsteen homage that like i think it was maybe played here because it's like kind of a rust belt song in pittsburgh you know, yeah you think i agree of with that kind of like a working class area so I'm like oh we'll play this one and it'll it'll, it'll hit but I, I don't think it got kind of the response that they wanted ed misses the cue for the second verse Mm-hmm. He asked for the lights to come up at the end, and I think mm-hmm. they don't. I couldn't tell if the lights oh, came yeah, up at I think, all, I think, which uh, I think was weird. So I, I just, I just don't think they, it really hit like they expected it to hit. And it kind of like maybe soured on it a little bit. Yeah, and, yeah. Like I said, it just wasn't. You know, the crowd's great and, and the performance is great, but it, it didn't. It doesn't add anything, unfortunately, here for the for the set. Yeah, and I have to say too, I, I don't, I don't think it's coming back anytime soon. I can't see them I bringing this one back. I don't, no. I don't hear a big, you know, fan push for like no, bring no. unemployable back. Especially, especially like, not with a new album and and right. you know, a hundred other songs that they haven't played in years that they could they could easily do that, uh, uh, you know, that will easily you know tear the roof off the place. You know, way I don't before even think- this. I don't even think if they played it, it would be like, oh, cool. They're, they haven't played this in forever. I think it would be like, this one? Really? You're going yeah. to bring back this one? I just, yeah, it's 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 a weird one in their catalog. It's probably, you know, it's not a favorite of mine. It's probably in my bottom 10 songs just because I, it just doesn't, you know, hit like a lot of their material does. Yeah, but and it doesn't hit here It's a, either, it's a yeah. strange, yeah, it's, a, it's just a strange song and a, a strange history live. Yeah, and a strange, strange place to put it. <laughs> yeah. But they evidently they knew that because immediately after <laughs> yeah. we get back to the the crowd pleasers we we're getting to the end of the main set here with uh, with Wygo daughter and uh, another de- another couple of debuts we get a debut of Infallible and a debut of Let the Records Play yeah yeah uh, so yeah it, it's because of what came before it you know unemployable sirens um, this uh this why go just comes out of nowhere and you know it's it's good but it's a little disorienting at the same time it's like okay are they going to be doing like maybe one or two songs after this or you know what's what is why go doing here and um you know with 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 daughter and infallible it's, it it kind of makes why go here a little bit even you know more confusing um 
And, and the first I, song from 10 as well. The only song from 10 in this main set. Right, right. And, you know, I, I like it because it sounds good. But the one thing I thought, and I don't know if you would, would uh, agree with me, but, you know, this could just be a day one thing. Um, Jeff doesn't have that really good bass tone. I feel like it wasn't dialed in as well in the beginning. It was just a little thin. Um, and I need that. I need that. I need that bass intro, you know. So yeah, that was that was yeah. just like, it was really besides the placement here or and not even its placement, kind of just what comes after it in the rest of this set, which makes why go just seem strange here. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I can't say anything else bad about it. Just as a bass player, I had to comment on that, that I, <laughs> I wasn't through. Je- Jeff's tone on this is usually just uh, just unbelievable. And this one. This one was a little yeah. just dial it in. You you got you got an entire tour. You'll you'll find the sweet spot there. That, with, that could with be a effects. thing in the in the mix too in the recording. They're you know first night of tour. They're still figuring things out with microphones and all that. Like amps. You know you he's oh, gonna I, get that. He's gonna get that dialed in soon. Yeah yeah. It's it's all about the room and 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 everything yeah. like that. I I you know I usually can't go you know two or three gigs without getting into a room where like one of my pedals sounds it was like oh it was perfect last night it sounds like garbage now and like mm-hmm. on the fly you got to just adjust some some tone or some some drive or whatever it is so i i get it i get it and and like i said i've never heard jeff's bass really sound bad on this song ever so uh day it's a day one thing and that that's fine fine with me yeah this uh this daughter is a little interesting too because we get uh, we get some call and response. Actually, the crowd mm-hmm. starts the call and response. response at this show they, they, they don't even ready. let ed get into a tag they're like no we're doing this and he, yes. he follows up with it yes i think it, it sounded like he yelled out sonic youth i don't know if he saw a, a sonic youth t-shirt or something oh, interesting in the in the verse somewhere i'll have to to go back and listen to that but he starts going uh he starts talking about franco let's go which again pittsburgh it, we, we get a franco harris reference here yeah. something that you know from the 70s when when ed was a kid so that that was cool and then I I really like these debuts. I think Infallible is a great song from Lightning Bolt. Another Stone lead, which was really cool. It, it does kind of fall apart at the end, which is fine. You're, it's the first time you're playing it. 
and then let the records play against got that really kind of swampy stone stomp to it yeah uh infallible this was a stellar version um uh, and and it's a song that i rather enjoy so uh i i wasn't really going to pick it apart at all even if they totally bunted on it but they didn't it was again it was like it's been around forever sounded so good um cameron has perfect tempo perfect pace on this uh and uh i thought i thought specifically the vocals in the chorus were a highlight of the song to me yeah, i think a lot like pendulum 2 i think infallible hints a lot of what you would hear a lot of the themes on gigaton i think it's mm. it's one that i would be surprised to see mixed in with, with some of the gigaton songs on the tour i think it, it fits in thematically with with a lot of that stuff especially your you know your quick escapes and seven o'clocks and retrogrades and things yes. like that i think it it would fit in nicely with those yeah yeah i, I completely agree with that I'm, I'm like kind of hearing that in my head now like i yeah i get that um with let, let the records play yeah it's super fun it's such a fun little bop you know um but i didn't i did not need it here in in this spot i uh, I, I hated it here i hated it here in this spot yeah they, um, they hadn't they hadn't quite learned to pair it with spin the black circle i think if you get the good, if yes. you had gotten to spin the black circle here after it would have anchored it a little bit instead you get an unthought known yeah but yeah. it felt it felt a little felt a little lonely here by itself but but they're having fun like stones bopping and you get a great little mike shredathon at the end you know it's it sounds awesome but i hate i hate it here <laughs> <laughs> To close out the uh, the main set here, and we we've talked about Jeff a lot. We got to talk about Jeff on this rearview mirror, doing these uh, these runs during the bridge. That was fantastic.
song just kind of never dies. This version of it, it it's it's uh, the momentum that Cameron keeps is perfect, and uh, Jeff is like you said, he is he's picking up on on Cameron who. Uh, you know, Mike is picking up on on Jeff. Stone's picking up on Mike. You know, uh, you know everything's going around. You got the uh, you got the dark stage there. It's very '90s feeling. It's very angsty on stage. This song is just like it, it, it's it's zero to sixty, and then it goes from sixty to hundred, and it there's no break. There's no it just doesn't stop. And um, they're firing on all cylinders here. And I, I was saying that this was like a Cameron show for me. And uh, everyone had their moments in this in this set where everyone was doing something really cool for sure. And then rearview mirror, this this rearview mirror is like, is where, um, every, everyone in the band is is firing on all cylinders. It was it was the perfect way to to close this set out. That was a weird set for me. And this is just like this is the this is the bread and butter rearview mirror. This is the rearview mirror that I want. This is the perfect rearview mirror. Ed, you get Ed running around the stage, dancing around like a madman at the end. Yeah, that was crazy. hilarious. Yeah. Uh, uh, he is into it. Uh, I think it was also, not to jump ahead, I think it was also in Porch, too, but Jeff is just like, he... he He's like he's it's like he's running laps like you yeah. almost think he's going to run out of like where where are you going like where are you finding this room you know he uh, does that he does that thing where he he kind of does that drop step like he's going to go up for a slam dunk like it's the basketball yeah. thing yeah, yeah, yeah. he does and then he does like he'll do those little base jumps and like yeah oh it's so it's, it's so it's good just, it's so funny because you know Mike does this thing where he just he looks like he's about to fall into the stage and he makes his way up to the front but Jeff always did this thing where he he finds like an Olympic track on stage and runs it. And it's like, where are you going? Like, how, how are you finding room? It's pitch black. And all of a sudden he'll just come out of the shadows and it's just like, where, where were you? You know, I love that. Yeah. Really, really good rear view mirror. What a <laughs> great way to end. You know, like I said, it's, it's a hit or miss type of main set, but having rear view mirror here just, just wraps it all up. Very, oh yeah. Very yeah. Nicely. And, and so, it, it did have moments in this first set where the vibe was was perfect. Was exactly yeah. Well, uh, we'll we'll get to our three moments uh, at the end. Uh, you might might hear some of those that we've talked about. But here, let's uh, let's take a little break and talk about Patreon. Uh, I don't want to spend too much time talking about this because you guys have have heard me you know every week go on and on about this. But I do want to mention um, if you if you're a listener of the show and you're you're interested in supporting the show, uh, we do have a Patreon. You can. Uh, Go to Patreon.com, search for Live on Four Legs, or go to the Patreon app. You can find us there. Uh, we have different tiers. If you want to donate $1, $5, $10, all the stuff is there for you. We have a ton of bonus episodes, all this bonus content that we're throwing up there, the evolution episodes that we've been doing, um, the Devo episodes uh, where we just kind of do little fun things. Um, we've been... We have setless drafts that we're going to be we're going to be picking up doing a little later this year. So please go to Patreon, check it out. If you feel like that's something you want to do, jump on that one dollar tier. It does help support the show. All the money goes back into the show. We're going to be going. We're tr- we're we're already talking about things we're going to be doing when the tour comes back. We're going to be going super big. Try to get to as many shows as possible and get some some great content for you guys over there. So um, anything you want to say about Patreon, Matt? I don't want to don't want to leave yeah. you out of this section. I do want to say something. Even I donate. So get in there. He does. Show, show your support. He does. Former <laughs> um, host of the show. Uh, I think I even set it up. Uh, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, and Randy, if he can do it, anyone can do it. I yeah, exactly. And R- Randy texted me. He's like, "Hey, why'd you donate? You you made the password." <laughs> I was like, "It's fine." <laughs> uh, but no, it's it's super fun. Listen, when when Randy and I first started this, and we had you know we had the meetups and the meet and greets and stuff in Boston and and other stuff like that. It is so much fun, and just to be in the know of that stuff and to be able to do it again, which I very much look forward to. Yeah, um, we can't wait. Yeah, I mean, what's the whole the whole point of this is half the stories people tell you about these shows and going to see Pearl Jam are the friendships they made. So if you donate a buck, you're going to know where they are at these shows and and you're going to make friends. It's the whole point. You're going to see shows with people. You're going to you're going to talk. You're going to sing. You're going to drink. You're going to dance. It's 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 so fun. Uh, I, I can't recommend it enough. You know, for a dollar, you're going to make you're going to make tons of new memories and uh, you get to meet you get to meet these guys over here, which which is a, a plus. Uh, Randy's very interesting. He's always got a lot to say. And you guys, you know, you, you'll talk Pearl Jam forever. He's he's the one to find to talk Pearl Jam with. And and, um, and John, same with you, you know, find these guys, donate yeah. and, and, and have a great time. Um, and also, what, what was the uh, what was the episode that side episode that you Randy and I had done? Um, were we record? Uh, were we talking about recording or? Yeah, we did. We did a Devo episode where we talked about some some of the coolest kind of studio moments. Studio, or, yeah. That yeah. was. Listen, I don't, uh, yeah. You, do you invite people on to do that? I, I don't. I don't remember. Uh, depending, you know, it depends on how it goes. If anyone wants to ever do an episode like that, I highly recommend because it's like, yeah, it's it's so low stress. It's basically you're just kind of hanging out. It's almost like you're on a couch together and you're like, oh, you know what's cool? You know what's really cool about this? Blah, 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 blah. And, uh, yeah, no stress. Super fun. I loved doing that episode. That was that was a lot of fun. Yeah, that's that's something, too. And, you know, we this episode was a request from one of our patrons, Chris Davis. I'll mention it again. Yeah. And oh, such, thanks, such thanks a to perk. him for doing that. Yeah. And, such, such a perk. And if, if that's something that you're interested in, if there's like, you know, if there's a show that you've been to that you think was underrated or if there's a, a classic show that you want to hear us talk about, jump on the Patreon donate and we you know for the five dollar tier or the ten dollar tier you get to uh to pick an episode and yeah we've had uh, we've had a lot of our patrons come on and and talk about shows and and yeah we always appreciate that so yeah fantastic let's uh let's get back into it here uh they come back out a little bit of a of a curveball here where you would think first night of tour they're going to come out and you know play the hits you would think like maybe you just breathe or something like that but comes out and starts with uh, Speed of Sound, which had already kind of become a rare song after the, the Backspacer era. So we get, we get uh, Speed of Sound to open here. And it, I, you know, to mild applause, I'll say, like not many people in the crowd knew this one or expected it, I think. Probably not, and I don't care. Because you know what? They're all out. It's Speed of Sound, Yellow Moon, and Footsteps here. I love this. This was, this was so, so, er, er, stop. Everyone go listen to these three. Jump ahead into Encore Encore 1. Listen to this slow open with the full band. It is so good. So good. Um, it's it's low-key, but with drums. Um, everything is, is, is spot on with it, with this whole run. I love it. Speed of Sound is an interesting one because it gets kind of buried in that, that second half of Backspacer, and yeah. you never think about it. But and I, and it's, it's not even like particularly... A, a fantastic song either right right uh it sounds great here and what it works with uh with these other two songs is it's perfect i i, I love this i think yeah the they released the demo version i think it was back when backspacer came out if you went there was some online 
treasure hunt and if you went and found all these sites you they would you you got to download a demo of speed of sound like mm. just an head ad acoustic demo i think you could probably find it on youtube now probably. but it's it's really good kind of like this song i think it was just kind of ruined by the the backspacer production and like the kind of gloss and sheen that got put on everything but i think this this could have been an interesting kind of moodier song and yeah this is this was pretty good i thought yeah i loved uh, it i didn't i didn't expect it didn't expect to like it as much as i did but yeah another debut here the uh the last debut of the night uh yellow moon sounds fantastic First time we played this one, so give us a little something. found a home here in this little first part of the encore and fits and, and, perfectly. And, and that is a great song. And Yellow Moon is a great song. <laughs> you yeah. know? Speed yeah. of sound, I'll take it, um, especially when it's played like this. Like, you know, after a weird set one and you come off of like Ruby Mirror, I'm like, all right, so these three are going to be, you know, they might be Eddie alone or something and it might just, it might just kind of suck the air out of the room for me here. And then you're into an encore that it's like, oh, maybe I don't really care for the encore either, but um, not at all. Not at all. It is It is really, really good. Yeah, Ed sounds great on it. Mike sounds great on it. Yeah, and, and even yeah. Footsteps here, uh, which follows Yellow Moon, is like, it's perfect for this vibe because you yeah. don't really notice it, but like Footsteps does kind of subtly build up. Maybe not, maybe not an extreme build to what comes after Footsteps, but it's enough. It's enough to get you out of that three-song stretch there. Yeah, and you needed, you needed a big crowd sing along after speed of sound and yellow oh, it's great because those are ones that people you know they don't really know you're like i said speed of sound right doesn't really get a big crowd reaction no but no footsteps yeah and again a really good moody kind of version of footsteps here i think oh, it, it's really good it really fit with the vibe of the show very very well mm-hmm. so then uh we get kind of the um the big hometown crowd moment here <laughs> ed comes out and says all right We have a very, very special guest here tonight, and I just thought you might want to say hi to him, and I know he'd like to say hello to you. Um, uh, yeah. 
We all wish he was in Los Angeles right now, but he's gonna get him next year. And uh, he's become a good friend of mine, good friend of ours. And uh, he's a team player and a hero all the way around. Uh, it's good to see he's still alive. Jason Grilly, everyone. I know you guys are loud because the night we had, the several nights we had here in Pittsburgh, I've never, ever been a part of anything like that in attendance or playing for people that are so passionate about their sports and about their Pittsburgh Pirates. And I'll tell you what, we wear our hearts on our sleeve here, don't we? I love this city, I love you guys, I will pitch my balls off for you, play our hearts off for you, cause next year, it's our fucking year! Do it! Do it! And we get uh, Pittsburgh Pirates relief ace, I'll say, at the time. Uh, Jason Grilly comes out, and... <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm laughing. How from... should I... <laughs> Yeah, how do we how do we describe what he does? <laughs> All right, <laughs> he is fired up. Is. I'll probably I'll I'll play it, but this guy is. All right, I'm getting I'm getting the Howard Dean vibes with <laughs> with the voice crack. I was laughing so hard that I I wrote my notes, and it's such an obvious thing for me to write. I said, you can tell when people aren't used to being on stage with a microphone. This but like this, he's, this but is what happens. A, being a pitcher, you you have to have the it's the, a, it, the, it, the you have to have, you know, stone running through your ice running through it's your a, veins. He's it's a different stage, be used man. To these. Oh, yeah. It's a different stage. <laughs> oh, Some he... people just they can't they can't hear their own voice. They they don't want to do it, you know. <laughs> and this guy this guy one uh, didn't give a shit and <laughs> just went with it, man. Um, and then he's got kind of like his his like his like party city Eddie halloween costume on like it's like almost the exact same like flannel shirt over the uh -huh. open shirt he's got uh -huh. the ball cap on he's oh yeah yeah <laughs> uh and it, what i liked about it was so this is during whipping by the way and uh he's on stage the whole that time was, that was his walk-up music or his intro music i think when he would come into the game i believe that's why Listen, they they did it here if i remember that correctly it was probably his favorite song because this guy was hyped uh, he could have filled in he could have been the mascot this guy was all over the place he's vamping around he's air guitaring like you know what i wrote i wrote he he's just a big dork and i love it yeah you know? he's uh, he's basically playing the boss tone yeah uh the the, 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 yeah the mighty mighty boss tones had that guy that he's just, just guy, around just guy the guy that dances he's around. the hype man yeah. yeah i just love how he's like he's like i'm gonna pitch he's like i'm gonna pitch the shit out of it or he's like i'm gonna pitch my balls off for you guys or something yeah. Um, oh, and, yeah. And then, and then, I think he was only on the Pirates for like literally that season. I think he was off of them by 2014, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. Right. right. Uh, this uh. is funny, and it was, you know, this this sometimes would be something that would just be like, like, what are you like? This is so stupid. I don't, if it's not a, if it's not someone that like, you know, maybe 
has some sort of emotional thing and they're sitting in on like a uh, or they made like a, a like a set and there's like this kind of emotional moment or if there's like a fan coming on stage to hold some some paper or to get his hair cut or something like that I'm like I, I don't care about you being on stage right now but he's such a dork that it's like yeah and whipping is the best song to have him up there for it just doesn't matter let him have fun uh, and again then, like I think a lot of it is it's two and a half minutes. Yeah, Let, we we can't have him on stage for immortality or better man, where it's going to be six or seven minutes. Well, did, did you notice also? It looked like it looked like when Eddie kind of like pushed him off the stage, like he he was like kind of upset, like he didn't want to he didn't want to go. <laughs> Eddie gives him right, his guitar right. to give to like take off the stage, like to give to the tech, and he's like, like All okay, right. you're time's he's up like, now. Thank you. And he's, go away. He's kind of like, oh man. Yeah, yeah, he was a little <laughs> bummed out, but. I mean, Man, uh, yeah, I'm sure I'm moment. sure you would hilarious be bummed moment. out too. <laughs> yeah, oh, definitely. But oh, yeah, you had your moment, dude. And and again, act like yeah. you've been there. That's the thing in sports. Like, act, act like yeah. you've been there before. Act like you've been there. Yeah, great, yeah. great way to say it. Yeah. Um, so we we're gonna finish out this encore one uh, with with some crowd favorites again. We're gonna get oh, back yeah. into it with "Do the Evolution," "Better Man," and "Porch." A lot of good crowd participation. A lot of good call and response. Um, Getting the the kind of big rock portion of the show here, yeah. Evolution. This was oh man, this is this was a version right here. This was great, great vibe and great spot. Um, you know, I could have used this in set one, but honestly, I'd be really afraid of what would be surrounding it in set one, and if it would just kind of kill the vibe and and whipping to the evolution. Better man here is just like yeah, like that is that's a bread and butter spot. That is that's where it's gonna thrive. You know. And, uh, you know, the great moment with the extended kind of guitar call and response with Stone's moment there, that's always fun to have. Uh, The band is absolutely crushing the performance on this one, too. It was almost like they were like, it was like, it was like they were backstage and they're like, you know what we're really excited to do tonight? Evolution. Like, that's how it, that's how they were playing it. Like, they, they thought that morning, like, you know, I think Evolution is going to be on fire um, tonight. That, that's, that's what I was getting from them. Uh, Eddie is a little all over the place vocally on this one, but it's it's not bad. It's just like it's like it's like a fuck it. Like I'm gonna scream, I'm gonna crack. You know, it's not one of those ones where you're like, oh my god, he's, you know, he's so off, he's so off key. This was this was more just, um, you know, pushing it forward. You know, um, and I don't know if you noticed, but he did that thing where he ran behind again over by Matt, and when he ran back to the front. Uh, he kind of taps his guitar stand and the guitar falls off the stand and he goes, yeah, that's he goes to, saying, yeah the guitar falls down. He tries to save tries it. Tries to save it. And, oh, and then he, the tech has to go run and retune it. Real you got, quick you got, you got to tune yeah. that bad boy. You got to make sure a string didn't pop, but, uh, yeah. cause he needs it for the next song. I mean, this next song's all yeah. him, but, uh, the guitar falls and he kind of, he kind of like the way he looks up kind of, it's almost like, I don't know if he was like looking for someone to blame, but it's like, as far as I can tell, dude, you did that. You know, <laughs> you ran through the drums like that was your fault. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, it, it'll, it'll throw you off a little bit. Anything like that, it, it'll it'll get you in your head for a moment. Like you, sure. you kind of like you lose yourself for a minute because you're worried about this thing that's not the show, and you it can kind of it can mess with your head a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Uh, especially when you know, like, you know, you gotta you're you're going into something. You know, right after Evolution here, you got to be ready. Yeah. yeah. 
And yeah, that that something is is better, man. Again, the the crowd takes it. This fantastic Pittsburgh crowd on the beginning of the tour. Yeah, Ed's doing the just riffing on "Save It for Later," going off has like the big rock ending. I thought, yeah, the, these e- either one of these last three here, Evolution, Betterment, and Porch, they all could have ended this this encore. That just he just builds and builds and builds, and then you know, it's on, great. On porch when when Mike comes in on Porch and he just lets that note hang. go down but you know there's yeah i don't i don't really have anything to say on better man because when it's good it's great i'll yeah. o- i'll always take it especially in this in this placement or to 
I also like it a lot when it closes out like a first set. I was also at the show where it was like it was played like number four, which was really cool too. So I don't care where it is. Um, I always said I don't I don't really need a big tag in Better Man. It's always appreciated. I really like it. I'm more of that like let's play too, where it's just like give me a mic solo at the end of Better Man, like because his solos on Better Man are always so catchy. They're so uplifting. They're so happy. It really drives it home. And um, the best part about this one is you get both. So, like, fantastic, you know? What would you think about Better Man as an opener? If they just come out. Oh, do it. Do it. Open up with Better Man. I know they, I think they've done it a few times. Again, I'd, I have to go back to Live Footsteps. Give me, and pull give me Better Man as an opener with no tag and a mic solo. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. there. I'm, I'm there. Every day of the week, twice on Sunday. Yep. Excellent. Um, and again, a really good version of Porsche. Like I said, the the mic solo is fantastic. Oh yeah. The, the orbs are all down, which we would come to, uh-huh. come to you know associate with this little this couple of years of touring. And again, uh, another Springsteen reference. It, it talks about Pittsburgh again, and they're uh, they're coming back for like I said, bread and butter encore two. Oh yeah. And we we started off with black. Yeah, you got to play black here. Uh, they were, I think, they were waiting for it for a long time. Uh, glad they saved it here for like the bread and butter area. It's kind of an old faithful second encore. You know what I mean? It's like that. It, it's 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 like it's a warm a, hug. Yeah, all the encore moments are perfect. the 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 encore moments in the show are are. It's what it's what you go for. I'll put it that way. It's what you wait seven years for. It's what you it's what you travel overnight to see the next night. You know, it's it's right here. Uh, perfect performances in all these moments, and uh, and and uh, you know, Mike is taking the solo to uh, to another level. It, this yeah, is that's exactly what I wrote. Yeah. Oh, it's another level. Uh, and yeah, it's just return to form here, and it's it's yeah. Spot. And you know me, it's like I've gotten black like so many times, and it's like if I you know. It's not. It's not. Uh, it's not that I don't like black. It's just if it comes up, it comes up. But this one, again, this is one of those ones where it's like, well, I wish I get. I, get, I wish I get one like that. You know. Yeah, Ed. Ed holds that B line for forever, and oh, then yeah. the the tag is like the. It's a did we belong together? We're asking a question instead of talking. So it's really cool whenever he he switches that up. So yeah, really good version yeah. of black. Then we finish it up with. Uh, Party time, alive. It's party time. Let's rocking go. in the free world and yellow <laughs> lead better. Yeah, yeah. And, and and here we go. Yeah, rocking in the free world. I thought too. Again, we we're gonna get. He changes it to gold, black, and blue again for the pirates. Yep. We get a boom solo on rocking in the free world. Finally. That was very, very good. And I think, too, I want to talk about a little bit because, you know, we talk about Mike a lot. We talk about Jeff a lot. But there's a moment in Rockin' the Free World where Jeff picks up. I don't know if they're Mike's picks or if they're his. And he picks up his pick and he throws them at Mike. I don't know if he was kind of trolling him like, hey, you always throw picks in the crowd. I'm going to throw these at you. The Jeff and Mike bromance <laughs> is in full effect at the show. They are all with, they are just having a blast on their little side over there. Yeah, playing yeah. off each other, doing their, like that's 
that's something we don't talk about a lot on the show. We, you know, we sometimes mention it in evolution. You know, you'll see them do the kind of they'll do the communion thing. They'll kind of cross each other and do yep. the, the little fake communion. But there, you can tell that that Jeff and Mike are our best buds at this show. It's it's, it's great to see. It's true, and it's so funny that you say that because we, uh, you know, doing gigs sometimes we have some weird places we have to play. Like it was like I, I don't know, just for an example, it was like two or three weeks in a row where. It wasn't our normal setup. There was like a DJ in the middle of us. There was a bar or there was this or that, you know, coming back with all these like backyard weddings. There was something strange going on. And my guitar player and I, who I've been working with, you know, forever now, we are normally standing next to each other. And uh, it was like a few weeks ago after all these kind of weird, weird stage setups for God knows what reason. It was just one after another. And uh, we were playing and we're, we're setting up next to each other. We were like, dude. I fucking missed you, man. Like we just had, we just weren't next to each other. You know, it's like it was, it was, right. it was weird. It was just like, all right, let's we're, we're back, we're back where we're supposed to be. We're in our spots. You know, uh, yeah, I, I, I get it, man. You, you the, the, the bromance is real. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's just really fun to see. Like they're having a blast at the show. That you can tell they're, they're glad to be back on tour and they're, they're yeah. glad to be back doing their thing. Uh, Ed says uh, it won't be another seven years before we play Pittsburgh again. Guess what? It would have been. I think they. Well, I think Pittsburgh was on the 2020 list of shows that got canceled. Was it? Or I, I got to think they would have played there in 2020. Yeah, I would. I would have assumed. I'm, I don't yeah. remember. Yeah. And then we uh, we close it out with a really great version of Yellow Better. And and that is the show. Yeah. That end, it's it's great, it's great. So uh, we uh, we always do our three moments here. So right. you being the uh, the OG here, uh, what were your what were your three moments from the show? Um, uh, you know, I, I thought I had them, but I actually switched a few. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm not gonna go in any particular order uh, because, uh, like I said, I was I was kind of switching some stuff up as as we went as uh, we talked about it. Um, Given the Fly is great. It's such a good, it's such a good version. It's, uh, you know, it's a song you get a lot, and sometimes you sing along to it, and you're just like, okay, on to the next one. But uh, the performance here was perfect. Um, it was spot on. Uh, Sirens. I thought Sirens was, oh my god, you know, it's a live debut, and it is. It's like they've been doing it for years and years. Eddie's vocals on Sirens was just uh, phenomenal, just perfect, and. Um, I mean, there's a lot of things here. Like, I, I honestly think this was, like, my favorite Mind Your Manners ever. It was perfect. Uh, Animal was good, but it was weird in this spot. Uh, Untitled MFC, always happy to see. Uh, always happy to get. Great performance. And, you know, the encore, the speed of sound, Yellow Moon footsteps. I I adored that. I thought it was great. But I think my number three has to go to... It's got to go to Pendulum, another live debut, that opener. They take the chance with it. They shoot their shot. And it's, it's fucking perfect. It is perfect absolutely perfect so yeah given a fly sirens pendulum two live openers uh t- sorry two uh, live debuts one live opener that sticks around i love it i love it uh, you're you're making me kind of rethink mine well we're we uncannily similar here those those are changes i made because you kind of yeah. changed my mind while <laughs> we went i yeah i have given a fly as as number three uh kind of in the even flow spot there i thought it yeah. really elevated the middle of the set it really anchored that 
that part of it together and really led to and again leaving off that that yield mini set which was very cool uh sirens i thought that that's my number two like you said oh, yeah. Ed, absolutely feeling a great version for a debut per- i thought perfect version what, just what, what, hit, the, hit the ground running on that it's their live debut it could it could be after doing the show and listening to listening to the show i think this live debut could even be maybe my favorite my favorite sirens yep. I've ever heard, and like, like they, they hadn't gotten to the point where they were doing the reprise of it, like where Ed comes back and sings the outro and gets the crowd going. But I don't think no. you miss it here. I don't think you. You don't. It. You don't because everything else is so good. And I'll go. I was gonna go with with something early, Pendulum or Other Girl, but I'll. We got to mention this Jason Greeley moment on, on whipping. That's gonna be my because that's it's good. It's it lightens the mood of this show after kind of a. Like like a moody kind of night where you get some some kind of off you know off the beaten path performances not in yeah. a bad way just no 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 not in a bad not way what you expect but to, to this whipping I was uh, I was just I was cracking up watching him and yeah, it's yeah. and it's a, a t- and it's a, a tight whipping too classic moments from this show yeah yeah really it's good super tight you know there's no they don't fall off or anything they keep the pace they keep that speed going yeah I don't see how with the distraction of him <laughs> dancing around the, the stage <laughs> like an idiot um, I I agree. <laughs> <laughs> what would uh? What are you What are you gonna rate this one? All right, so um, I, I'm so torn, you know, and I I, I don't want to do, you know, I guess I would have like an average rating for it because I, I I have two thoughts on this. So I love I love the risks taken, and I really appreciate the uh, you get you gotta you gotta build your world here. You gotta you got a tour going on. You're you're debuting songs. You're you're. Uh, you're mixing them in with songs that you you have been doing for a while. How are they going to work together? How are they going to work with each other? It's it's not like placing them on, on an album. You're you're working with your other albums. You're working with the crowds. You're working with this and that. Um, uh, but I really, really, really hate uh, the the order of setlist one. I really don't like it. And it was like it wasn't enough to turn me off from the show at all. But it was it was definitely sticking out to me because we've seen some we've seen some set lists that are just like oh, like it can't, they can't get any better. So this one this one really stuck out to me as just not being a great constructed set list. So if I had to go like set list rating, I gotta go I gotta go like seven, and that's that's generous. But I, I can't I can't not do this because you know how rare it is for me performance wise. This show is uh, this show is. A, a 10 beyond 10s. The performance of this band on this show is better than, as a whole. It's not like, oh, this, this song has performed well, this song has performed well. Altogether, since you have some really good performances, it's a good performance. No, every song is perfect. And I, I, I got it, so I gotta give it like a set list rating and I gotta give it a performance rating because it's doing a disservice to just say seven because the set list isn't good. It's a 10 because the performance is Unbelievable! You got so to. Are we averaging them out? Are you giving it an eight and a half? Are we averaging those? I could go eight and a half, but I want it to be very clear that I I, I put ten down for 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 something here. <laughs> I, I I have to make that clear. Okay, yeah, you can do that. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. The, the only rule is that there are no rules. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Performance I, wise, my God, this is. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. The, a lot the, of good one stuff one of the abs- of absolute best. Loved it. I'm, I think I'm 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 with you, uh, kind of in that in that range, not not at a ten. I think this show it's really good for a tour opener. They were still feeling some stuff out. I can't put it in the the upper upper echelons of your 
your nines and tens i think it's it's it doesn't have a lot of those classic moments i think a lot of that is is set list related like it just doesn't exactly. have a lot of those. I mean, those it's got, pillars like those heavy moments that you, right. you sometimes it's, it's get. Got in these shows. It's got some. It's got some for sure, but it's and got, it's got, got the, and it's got got some. And it's got and it's got, is, got some. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna give this a seven and a half. Okay. Um, yeah. kind of kind of you know you know admit it that it's nothing bad about it. It didn't it didn't I, I enjoyed watching it and enjoyed listening to it. But it, it's probably not one that I'll that I'll go back to regularly. Is like, wow, that was like an, an epic moment show, you know? Yeah, yeah. It was it was like one of those ones. I you know I like to listen to it in the car when I when I go to gigs and stuff because uh, I like to have it like surrounded. And when I'm coming home from like a long drive, it's like that's where I'm. You know, my, my parents always say they get kind of worried when I'm leaving a, a venue in like New Jersey and I have like a two hour ride home and it's late and all this stuff. I'm like, no, that's where I'm. My, I'm like my most focused, you know. Oh yeah, I'm, I always used to love driving at night. Oh, after the shows. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm zen. I'm, I'm good to go then. So that is when I put this on. You know, that's when I listened to this. It was, a, it was like an hour and a half, two hour drive home from Jersey one night. I started it off on my way there, uh, and then I finished it on my way back. And it was just dark. It was quiet, open road, and I was like immersed in this thing. And I'm like, nice. this performance is so goddamn good but the set list was like it was like making me work you know it was like <laughs> i it, it really was so obvious that i i did not care for the placements at all but every song that came on it was just like it was like it was like having a really bad shuffle on where you know every song is going to sound unbelievable but you're not happy with where they end up you know so uh <laughs> But yeah, the, the the Spotify algorithm. Is, the the algorithm, yeah, it's like well it's like you yeah. you do not know what I liked. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> um, but again, I just I cannot say it enough. The performances in the show, my God, oh, listen Excellent. to it, listen Excellent. to it, listen. Take this show, cut it up, and shuffle the show. Don't listen to it straight through how it is because you're just gonna get you're gonna get some of the best versions of some of your favorite songs. And maybe you know, maybe it'll shuffle it around into a, into a better into a better set list. Who knows? Yeah. But yeah. again, and I don't I don't even want to like even criticize that too much because, like we said, they're working with new songs against old songs sure. against album sure. songs. So it was good. It was a good listen, though. I, right. I enjoyed it. Oh, and well, uh, I promised Randy I would say this show always had one of my all time favorite posters too. Okay. Oh, uh, the guy Excellent. with the with the with the like the the uh, the the like the. What's what do you call that? You know, it's like the molten lava. Uh, he's pouring it in, right? That's that was the show, right? Okay. Oh. Yeah. Cool. It's a good. Yeah, one. Pittsburgh again. Like you're getting kind of a Rust Belt working yeah. class feel to the show. So they're 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 playing that up a lot here. Well, well, Matt, we did it, man. We did I wanna, it. I want to I want to thank you for for taking the time and coming back on the show. I really appreciate it. Uh, it was a huge help. You know, I, I, you were one of the ones that like when when we found out that Randy was going to be out, I was like, oh, I got to I want to do one with Matt. So I was glad we were able to to make the time. I know you're very yeah. busy. Oh, man. Is, there, was... is there anything you want to promote? Um. Oh, gosh. Let me see um, where people can find you. Yeah. You know what? I got something kind of fun. Normally when we do this, it's just like I got it's just weddings, you know, uh, so I do <laughs> get I married and Matt and Matt can come. I'll can, see you there. Hang out with Matt. Yeah. Uh, no, but I got this. I got this really fun thing. So you know, uh, a- after COVID, everything kind of shut down, and there was a lot of stuff going on that I was doing that I wasn't sure was going to come back. And um, th- this one thing is actually coming back. Um, it's called Rock and Roll Playhouse, and um, I'm just going to promote it for for all over. They're 
they're everywhere. They're in Chicago. They're in Austin. Um, I think I think they're in Atlanta as well. I, I, they have okay. they haven't been like major cities. And what it is is, um, it's hour long shows for kids. So here in New York, we do them at um, Industry City in Brooklyn. We do them at the Brooklyn Ball. Uh, sometimes we set up like around the holidays. Um, you know, tree lighting and stuff like that. We play over at Rockefeller Center. And they're usually free. If they're not free, they're like probably like 10 bucks or whatever. It depends on the venue that you're at. And they get bands like myself, and we go and we do an hour long show for kids, and there's a theme. So um, it'll be like the music of the Beatles, or um, on Saturday, I'm doing the music of Stevie Wonder. And then the Saturday after that, I'm doing the music of Billy Joel. So you go, there's activities. We have, you know, there's like songs we do ribbons to. There's, we have the parachute game, we have the freeze game, we have limbo, and it's set to your favorite songs from these artists. So it is a lot of fun. If you have young kids, they get to run around wear out you know put them down for a nap after you'll have a nice quiet afternoon let nice. me take care of the yeah, hard I work do, so that, that sounds awesome yeah yeah so look it up they're on instagram they're on facebook all that stuff it's called the rock and roll playhouse and if you're in new york uh come check come check us out you know we're on the schedule uh, on the 17th i believe it's one o'clock to two o'clock and that's at industry city we'll be playing some stevie wonder um bring your kids it's it's a great time i love promoting these guys because they do they do a lot of charity stuff. They do a lot of great work, and it's all about the music for the kids, and it's it's such a good thing to do with your family. It's so much fun. You know, you tell people, oh, I do the show for kids, and they're like, oh, you're at like a daycare getting like basketballs thrown at your head. This is so much fun. We love it, and uh, I encourage everyone to look up the Rock and Roll Playhouse. It's it's great. It's a great time. Awesome. Awesome. I'll definitely do that. Thank you. Yeah. And we should mention, too, you know, we're, we're planning on doing a uh, another Zoom party when we – sometime in August where we're going to be building up towards that here, especially, you know, when, when Randy comes back on the show in August, where you'll be hearing some more details about this, oh, but yeah. hopefully have, we're going to be nice able back to, day for Randy, uh, to yeah. get your, to get your band to come play the, uh, the next, uh, Patreon zoom party that we're going to do, where we talk about, you know, revealing our, yeah. our website that we've yeah, we have on everything. So we'll, 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 we'll see you soon. You will, you won't have a long absence from the, for sure. from the live on four legs universe for, for sure. this time. Yeah. We were, we were upset because, um, Things kind of like fell apart at the end there, but we were glad that it, it kind of like everything was seeming a little rushed. So we were like, OK, good. Like we'll have time now for the next for the next one. Let's let's really get yeah. it together here. Um, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully we'll see you then. And um, uh, I'm glad we were able to get this get this in today. I was Absolutely. I was that little storm that came through, man, almost put a put a, a, a you know, a, a stick in the in the spokes yeah, there. This, and I this, was what, that hurricane Elsa, whatever, whatever was storm that we, we're we got. Yeah, yeah, we got New York. We got the tail end of it, but it mm-hmm. uh, it caused a little bit of damage where I was at. So it put me behind. And uh, and here we are. We got it done. I'm very excited. <laughs> Excellent. I could I couldn't not talk about how well the band played this night. I, I had to get it out. <laughs> Uh, so, the, the, you know, this is the point where we, we normally do the, you know, we may be parting ways. We're here, but not for much longer. I miss you already. I I don't know the whole spiel. I'm usually tuned out by the time Randy does that, honestly. That was, I'm, just, that I'm was trying to think good. of my the thing I'm going to say at the end here. But uh, with that, <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a little teaser for next week. Um, next week, we'll be going back to 1994 to cover the uh, the show in Springfield, Massachusetts. I believe that was another Patreon request. I'm going to be joined by Anthony from uh, from Touring Fan Live. So uh, stay tuned for that next week. And uh, yeah. thanks, everybody. We'll, we'll talk to you guys then. Thanks, guys. Siren
Thanks very much.